This is Matt Wells at UN News. The UN General Assembly is due to vote in a few days' time on a resolution that recognises a universal human right to a healthy environment. The draft text based on the landmark resolution adopted last year by the Human Rights Council and calls upon states and international organisations to adopt policies that scale up efforts to ensure a clean, healthy and sustainable environment for all. Laura Quinones spoke to UN Special Rapporteur David Boyd about why it's important for nations to recognise this right and what's at stake for humanity. She began by asking what impact last year's Human Rights Council adoption has had so far. I think there have been some positive developments. Certainly the right to a healthy environment is being talked about more than it's ever been talked about before. And there are countries that are starting to incorporate it into their legal systems. And there are tons of people at the grassroots who are using this right to argue that government should be taking stronger climate action, that government should be cleaning up their air quality, that government should be taking better care of biodiversity and ecosystems. So I think that, you know, it's not an overnight effect, but I think we're already starting to see some early dividends. Can you tell us exactly what's happening next week at the GA? Sure. So next week at the GA, the there will likely be a vote on recognition of the right to a clean, healthy and sustainable environment a right that was not included in the Universal Declaration of Human Rights back in 1948. And so this is really a, a historic resolution that will change the change the very nature of international human rights law. What is important for the countries to vote yes to this resolution? Well, it's really important for every country to vote yes for this because in, in, in the face of the triple environmental crisis that we're facing, you know, the climate emergency, the collapse of biodiversity and pervasive toxic pollution that's killing 9 million people every year, we need transformative changes to society. We need to quickly shift to renewable energy. We need to shift to a circular economy and we need to detoxify society. And the right to a healthy environment is one of the most powerful tools we have to hold governments accountable. The resolutions at the Assembly are not legally binding. Why is it still important they don't have a legal uh, obligation? They don't have a legal obligation, but they have a moral obligation. And we have a track record that we can look at where in 2010, the UN General Assembly passed a resolution recognizing for the first time that everyone has the right to water and sanitation. And that resolution similarly was not legally binding or enforceable, but it was a catalyst for a cascade of positive changes that have improved the lives of tens of millions of people. And that's because countries responded to that resolution by changing their constitutions, you know, their highest and strongest laws. So Costa Rica, Fiji, Mexico, Slovenia, Tunisia, and others did that. And most importantly, states really made it a, a top priority to deliver on that, fulfilling their obligations to provide people with clean drinking water. So in Mexico, uh, the government has not only recognized this right in the constitution, but has worked with rural communities to provide safe drinking water to over 1,000 rural communities in the last decade. Canada has worked with indigenous communities to upgrade water and sanitation infrastructure in more than 130 communities in the last decade. And so these resolutions may seem abstract, but they are a catalyst for action and they empower ordinary people to hold their governments accountable in a way that is very powerful. But what is your call for countries? Well, it would be ideal if every country in the world co-sponsored this resolution and then voted in favor. That would be that would show that every country in the world understands just how important a healthy environment is to the future of humankind. Right now, what would you think are the challenges for countries to accept this resolution or vote yes? Uh, well, there's 
there's countries have different challenges. So there's some countries that have a very conservative perspective about human rights that are not really human rights friendly countries. Uh, there are other countries that are major oil and gas producers who perhaps have some fears about the implications of this right. And so those are some of the countries that uh, are struggling with whether they will be able to support this resolution. And just as a reminder, why do we need a right to a healthy environment? What, why should be in the Universal Declaration of Human Rights? Oh, the right to a healthy environment should be in the Universal Declaration of Human Rights because so many people's lives around this planet are affected by the climate crisis and, env and environmental degradation. So literally billions of people today are breathing air that's so polluted it's going to reduce their life expectancy by years. Billions of people around the world still don't have, have access to clean water or sufficient quantities of water. Billions of people around the world are not eating healthy and sustainably produced food. And everyone in the world is suffering because of the decline of biodiversity and the climate emergency. And people, people need to understand that it's biodiversity that is the really the, the foundation of life on this planet. If it wasn't for the plants and the trees that are producing oxygen, then what would we, we, we couldn't breathe. If it wasn't for the ecosystems that filter water, we'd be in, in, in deep, deep trouble. And the reality is that we need a safe and livable climate in order to flourish as, as humans. So that's why this right is so critically important, because it holds governments have made promises to clean up the environment and address the climate emergency for decades and decades. But the, having a right to a healthy environment changes people's perspective from from kind of begging governments to take action to demanding governments take action. That was David Boyd, a special rapporteur on human rights and the environment. I'm Laura Quinones. This is UN News.